welcome back to the Venture Transparent. This is going to be the first episode of our new series called Your Comeback. And we would we thought this would be like a good transition from our last series, which was bringing to share our story to your comeback. Uh, because once you recognize um, the purpose and story that God has in your life, your life is now established on the blessings and miracles of God. And from there, you can start your comeback. Yeah, and throughout the Bible, multiple comebacks are seen, you know. Since the start, we have failed and we have fallen short, but the story of humanity didn't stop once Eve ate the apple in the Garden of Eden. You know, like the Bible doesn't end in Genesis. It keeps on going. The the, the story, our story, keeps on going because God's love is much greater. And in that same sense, your life doesn't stop once you fail. No, it keeps on going. And God's love has a capacity to initiate our comeback. Because of God, we have a story. And because of our story, there is a comeback within our story. Um, and when I was studying this, um, when I was writing, um, a question that, that kept coming to my mind was like, can we experience a comeback even after our defeat? Um, and the short answer is yes. God can give us a comeback because we serve a God that is const- that constantly restores and redeems. And he sets our life according to his plan. And God plans, um, God plans goes according to his purpose. And like we said, I think it was last episode that God's plans are perfect. And sometimes he would, he's going to give us what we need instead of what we want so it was it kind of like correlates so yeah well it's kind of i think the opposite he gives oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah instead of giving us what we want he gives, gives us, us what, what we need, need. there you go <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah but no and it also kind of goes with what we've been saying we um saw it in the other episodes and what we said is like sometimes like in the waiting process that's when your comeback starts you know and we just need to arise from the ashes of our previous defeats you know so um, in that same aspect, in that same sense, God commands what is dead in our life to be alive again. You know, and if your motivation, love, and hope are dead, God will restore it with His power, and He will make those dead things in your life alive again. You know, and I often pray this prayer, and I think I heard it in a sermon, and I think it's a song. I don't. I think it's like an elevation song, but I couldn't. I couldn't recall the name of the song, but I pray uh, these words, and it's God awaken these dry bones, because sometimes I feel like I need to hear these words, like "girl, get up," like "girl, get to it," "girl, get moving," you know, because. I don't know if it happens to you guys, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this like anymore. Like, oh, again, a school really, oh my gosh, again and again. And sometimes I, I feel like so like, I guess, uh, drowned in like sorrow and drowned in defeat. But uh, I think like those words refresh my life. So I, I find myself praying that prayer like, God, awaken these dry bones. And in that same sense, like, God, fill me with your spirit and fill me with your presence, you know, and Jesus spoke somewhat similar words. I mean, I made the modification of like, girl, get up. You know, that's my version of like, you know, whenever I'm going through something, I'm like, okay, girl, you got to get it. You got to get it together. You know, but uh, there's this story that is found in Luke 7, 14. And basically this story is that a widow's only son had died. 
you know, and Jesus saw this woman crying and he told her to not cry. You know, um, this woman, obviously she had lost her husband since she was a widow. Now she was experiencing the loss of her son. So she was in pain. She was in sorrow. And Jesus came upon her direction and he was like, don't cry, you know, and, and he spoke over this young man. And he said, these are the, the this is what he said. Uh, Jesus said, young man, I say to you, get up. Jesus was speaking over a dead person you know he was speaking over this dead man's life and once he like spoke those words of get up that person came to life again you know and like i i guess like i when i was reading this story i put myself okay like if that was like if i were to be in that crowd and i would see like jesus like putting his hand over a dead person and that dead person coming back to life i'd be like whoa like what is that you know like like how like the power of God is so magnificent and so great that it has the capacity to bring literally a person back from the dead to live again, you know? And I, I think that's fascinating. And I think it's incredible to know that the same power that lifted Jesus up from the dead is within us, you know? Like, that's what I think all the time. And every time that I think about that, I'm like, oh, that's so great that, like, the same power that lifted Jesus is in me and it's in us and it has the capacity to like get us through anything and, and to get us moving forward into our comeback. And we can all, there's a similar story and it and it's the story of Lazarus. And he also had a comeback story similar to this young man, you know, his sister Martha went to look for Jesus and she told Jesus that her brother was dead. You know, she went to Jesus, she was in sorrow, and uh, I was rereading the story right now, actually, and I didn't know that Lazarus had already been dead for four days. You know, I didn't remember that part. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. You know, like Martha was still in agony and she was still crying over her brother because it was a recent, re recent death. And Jesus then uh, comes and uh, Jesus responded to Martha, your brother will rise again. You know, and like I just mentioned, like her brother had been dead for four days. And I, I, I can imagine Martha like, oh, like my brother's already dead, though. Like, how is he going to rise again? You know, like yeah. I, I feel like that's something that would have come up to my mind if I was Martha, because that is like my humanly thoughts. You yeah, know, like, like you're gone, you're like yeah I, uh, you're a little late <laughs> yeah you're a little and that's what uh it's actually mentioned in the story like martha and mary the sisters of lazarus are like jesus if you would have been here this would have never happened and i feel you like know? that's a prayer or something that we constant or that i constantly do that i'd be like god if you would have done this like or if you would have not let this happen like i wouldn't be here yeah. and i wouldn't i would start blaming god and i feel like what that's what martha was yeah, she was like, oh, Jesus, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have been dead. You know, I wouldn't have been going through this pain. But then in John, this story is found in John, by the way, John chapter 11. And in John eleven twenty five, there is this powerful verse. And Jesus told Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. And then Jesus, like, tells uh, Martha and Mary, okay, like, take me to the tomb of your brother where Lazarus is. And Jesus goes by the tomb and he says, Lazarus, come out. 
and then Lazarus got up. You know, like once again, this is another story that we see in the Bible that Jesus rose someone from the dead. And that is like a comeback itself, you know, like the power of Jesus restoring and, and being able to resurrect someone. Yeah, and I feel like we uh, might not necessarily have to have this story, like this young man that came back to life. Um, but sometimes um, we might feel so discouraged in a way or like so defeated in our life. Um, but sometimes we, we ha it's up to us. That's what I was trying to say. It's our choice. We have a choice and a decision to arise from the ashes of our previous defeat. And it's our choice if we want to move forward or just stay where we at where we're at right now. And I feel like right now we all need a comeback. And sometimes we can get too comfortable in our situation um, where we might just we're just so indulged in our sin or in our situation that it might be just easier to just stay where you're at. You know, I've been yeah. there. I've been like where I it's too I, I'm too tired to even get out of bed or I'm too tired to just do anything and i'd rather just stay in bed i'd rather just yeah. stay sad or i'd just rather stay depressed or just mad yeah and i feel like that happens because you don't know anything else uh -huh. that's like been engraved in your head like oh no i've been told i'm a disappointment oh no i've been told i i i can't i will never succeed oh no i've been told that like you know that's not my life but like those are all misconceptions and those are all lies of the enemy that will try to like keep you to be at the place that you're at instead of like trying to look for the comeback that God has set in our lives. Yeah, and it's, instead of trying to look for it, we just accept our defeat. And I feel like we sometimes assume a role of no where we a role with no dignity and no value. And sometimes, well, when it came to me when I was like, oh, like I can't, like I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'd, I'd rather stay mad or i'd rather stay sad or whatever um i felt like god couldn't do anything through me because i was at such a bad situation from my point of view uh but we're, i was totally wrong because there's nothing impossible for god and we will arise from the ashes of our defeat and um we need to renew our faith in the things that god has revealed for us yeah and like you know how you were saying that you feel like you weren't necessarily like moving forward and it's mm -hmm. kind of like we, what we mentioned in your episode and it was like that you were blocking yourself from your comeback like yeah. we i think us as like obviously people we block and limit what god can do through us constantly mm -hmm. because we're like no and we're like no and god's like oh no no that's not me no sorry you know and i yeah. i've that's happened in my life you know i've been like like, God can be like, okay, do this. No, that's not me. Oh, and I feel like okay, I have of, this for yeah. you. And most of the times, I feel like I blocked myself from fear of, like, fear of the unknown, I yeah. guess. Because you're so, like we said, like, you're so used to being in that situation. Or you're so used to, like, being, you feel safe. You know, like, yeah. oh, this is, it's, it's like, like. We're in our comfort zone and we yeah. don't want to get out of it. Yeah, and like, it's like your routine, like, no, uh, I do this every day and I do this every day. And then God's like, do this. No, that's not, I don't know how to do that. Like, that's not me, you know. And, no, you just got to, like, you got to open up yourself to the comeback that God has for you. You know, you got to let God work in you in order for your comeback to uh, be seen and to prevail. So we have to let go of our past and be prepared for what God has for us. You know, I think reflecting and holding on to your past can be very dangerous. 
you know, because you can be like, oh, well, like, you know, I messed up a lot. I did this. And I can hold you back because the enemy can use your past to keep you in the same place instead of moving forward. You know, and we can't keep holding on to things that are holding us back from God's promises. We have to recognize who God is and the power that his name holds. I think we've been emphasizing on the name on the power that the name of Jesus holds. You know, like we've been saying we've mentioned it through our stories. Like we've seen how God has restored us and redeemed us. And now we just read the we just told you guys about the story of Lazarus and the story of this young man and we're still seeing the same power that we that we will continually see from Jesus's power, you know? And we need to go from our setbacks to our comebacks. You know, and I think um well, actually she was like, "Oh, this reminded me of Moses." And I was like, "Oh, you're so right because Moses serves an example and the people of Israel uh, serve as an example of what a setback looked like because the people of Israel kept prolonging the promised land they kept complaining and they kept doubting and so a journey that we we kept reading and in the Bible it didn't specify how many days it would have initially been but after like I guess uh, gathering information and like uh, inferring in a way a journey that was supposed to take the Israelites 11 days turned into a journey of 40 years. Like when we were, when we were like, uh, looking into that, we we're like, no, like, you know, like, um, and, uh, I guess a little backstory for those that don't know really much about Moses. Uh, God had, uh, previously allowed the people of Israel to escape from the Egyptians and he was, he set them free. But like we've been saying like, oh, maybe we're so used to like being stuck in the situations that we're at that we don't want to move forward. That, that was the case for the people of Israel. You yeah. know, they were like, oh no, but we used to be slaves. You know, we had food back then. We were in a good place back then. And now that we're walking in the promised land, we have no food. We don't have clothes. And now we're like, you know, the and like the people of Israel wanted to go back to that old habit and that old place that they prolonged that that instead of of like seeing their comeback right away they kept seeing setbacks and setbacks because they weren't letting God um work in their lives you know and our story and our destiny change when we recognize that our comeback starts with Jesus you know, our comeback will allow us to have a different perspective on who we are because of Jesus. And we, and our comeback, our ultimate and everyone's comeback is because Jesus Christ is alive and because he rose from the dead. You know, that is it. Like, that is how our comeback starts is because of Jesus. <laughs> um, and as humans, as people, as Christians, uh, we're... We might experience life interruptions, or you could say we suffer from disappointments. But Jesus, in the Bible, Jesus tells us that we are to expect tribulations. Um, but even through our tribulations, um, even in our tribulations, we have to live like Paul did. We have to live through faith, live in faith, because the world can bring us to disappointments or even loss of directions. But we have to learn how to trust in God and realize that these tribulations that we might be going through um, can deepen our faith. And at times we, well, I tend to neglect the important aspects of my spiritual life 
And sometimes I instead devote myself to things that aren't necessarily bringing me closer to God. I'd be focusing on like, like work, like God. I mean, work is not bringing me closer to God, but I'm constantly like spending most of my time thinking about that. Or it doesn't have to be work; it could be anything. Yeah. And we're devoting ourselves to things that aren't bringing us closer to God. Yeah, and sometimes those things that you focus on so much, they like take you away from God. That mm-hmm. you gotta like. Set your priorities straight in that case. Like, that's yeah. what this is. Like, okay, where are your priorities? Where, what are you thinking? You know, like, your priorities have to, like, are they deepening your relationship with God or are they taking you away from God? You know, that is something that you have to constantly ask yourself throughout, like, your life as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And in Psalms, um, I don't know exactly where it is, but it says, taste and see how good the Lord is. And if we want to come back, we have to taste and see that God is enough. We have to taste and see that He is enough for our journey. We have to taste and see that He will be the provider and that He is the peace in our um, adversary. I mean, sorry. Let me go back a little. (laughs) We have to taste and see that He will be the provider and that He is the peace in the midst of our adversity there you go that is important myth because when god is in your situation like we've seen about like what we just read like when god is in the situation he will bring like anything back to life like and (sighs) literally like that's how the it worked like uh like let there be like boom like yeah so when god is myths is an important word when god is within you things will change completely because god is in you yeah and we need to take refuge in him and then uh, i think the rest of the verse said blessed is the one who takes refuge in me um and in proverb proverbs 3 6 it says in all your ways submit to him and will make and he will make your paths right and i feel like we time after time we fail god like we could fall into the same sin over and over again or do the same thing that's not bringing us closer over and over again but god will never fail us you know yeah he'll always be there you know Mm -hmm. like like we mentioned in the beginning like our the story of humanity didn't stop once we failed you know no we kept going and going because of god's abundant grace and love that sustains our life and sometimes even at at our lowest even in our pain even after our mistakes he's he's saying i'm here i'm not gonna leave you i'm gonna hold your hand all the way through and everything god does is good and everything god allows is necessary which is kind of going back to god's gonna give you what you what you don't oh, no <laughs> let, me, let me help her <laughs> say it wrong again uh god gives you what you need instead of, of what, what you want, want. so we have to let god direct our steps in in isaiah forty one nineteen, it says uh do not fear for i am with you do not be dismayed for i am your god I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Yeah. Which is like, God to think, you, you're not going anywhere. Like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to yeah. be here. Like, yeah, I'm going to be here by your side at all times. And I guess in this sense, your comeback is waiting for you, you know. So hold on tight to the purpose that God has called your life to. Hold on to his word and the promises. You know, I love how... um I've been reading that 
God's previously established promises through Abraham are ours, you know, and you have to mm -hmm. learn how to make those promises that are stated in the Bible yours. They have to become your personal promise. And it is, you know, like those promises that God has stated are ours. So Jesus is waiting for you to call on him. He has your comeback waiting for you. His plans for your life are much greater than anything else anything else that we have in mind you know in our comeback difficulties may still occur like you know like melanie read right now like uh jesus said that we will encounter hard times mm -hmm. and tribulations but when our comeback and it, it seems like it's like i guess in a way coincidence and it's like oh like what the heck you know like when our comebacks begin it seems like the enemy starts to target us you know and yeah. In that sense, like how we talked about, like, um, not letting your past, like, because the enemy will use, like, your past against you. Like, in that same sense, like, don't let the enemy sit at your table because then he does have the capacity to take away your comeback because he can put, like, things into your mind like, oh, no, Jesus doesn't have anything for you. Oh, no, he has forgotten you. Oh, no, you will never be able to move forward you know and, and and in that same sense like you can like start doubting but no like know who you rely on and that is god you know like know that he has a set and established comeback for your life you know so we need to completely let god take control we need to stand still in his presence and allow god to lead our lives and we will live in victory you know like we will live in the prosperity and goodness of god's grace so our comeback starts right where you're at you know and i think sometimes like there we think like oh no but i like, even, like, going, like, uh, new people that are going to church, like, oh, no, but I have to have my life together first before I can go to church. Oh, no, but I have to fix this before I can go to church. No, your comeback starts right where you're at. You know, God is going to work with you right where you're at. No matter, like, your past, no matter your circumstances, no matter anything, God is going to work in you and God is going to provide a comeback for you, you know, like, in the Bible. And we will be d discussing more situations and circumstances that are mentioned in the bible of how a person used to be and how now they like how who they are now in christ and like we i think we mentioned in the last episode about paul mm -hmm. you know who he formerly was and who he is now and like there's just so many more examples and i think a lot like okay if god can use them he can for sure use us and he for sure has a comeback set for our lives you know and like i said in the other episodes we will be discussing how different comebacks can be seen you know mm -hmm. and in a way how they can be started because everyone starts their comeback in a different way in a different point yeah because of our different stories yeah so that was this episode guys um we hope uh this is a blessing it. for your life yeah and yeah, just stay tuned for the other episodes because they will still be devoted about your comeback. So that is the main focus of this new uh, series. Series, I was gonna say season. <laughs> like I mean, like some sort of some sort of episode, like some sort of reality TV or something. But no, a new uh, series every so, Wednesday. Every Wednesday, yeah. So thank you so much for watching and listening, and God bless you.